Hey, welcome to the Heavy Hole. My name is Tom. Hey, yourself, tough guy. I'm Big Will, a.k.a. Uncle Buck, and I'm not on emulsified tryptophil. Well, guys, stop fighting. Uh, it's J-Wall. I'm right. here. Thank uh, God he's here. Welcome to the Heavy Hole. Uh, guys, we have a special guest in, in studio today. True that. We have illustrious guitar player of, mm. of Wreath of Tongues. Yes, sir. Huge, monstrous band. Mm-hmm. Also, Violence. guitar player of Thought Crimes. Yes, sir. New onto the on, into the business, creeping on the come up. But not as they say. so new. But yeah. not so new. You know if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Russ Savarese. Russ, how you doing? Good how evening, you doing, buddy? gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. See you, bud. Thank you for having me. Did you find the place okay? <sighs> it's tough parking on the hill. Yeah, yeah. But I made it. Yeah. Can, well, uh, if it not, comes, if it really starts raining, your car will be fine. I'm on the hill. Now you're yeah. king of the hill. That's like an off-topic cephalic carnage reference we were talking about oh, before. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Yeah, man. I busted the segue out early, man. It's <laughs> good. So you you guys all go back. I'm the stranger in the room, really, because you guys all know each other a long time. I don't know you that well, Russ, and <laughs> I don't know if I trust you in here. No, I'm just playing. Uh, neither do our listeners, man. So uh, you're, you're from Long Island, right? From, from Long Island. What part of Long Island, if you don't mind talking about it? Fortunately, no, I'm just kidding. It's uh, West Babylon. West Babylon. Born and raised in the studio is where I spend most of my days. <laughs> oh, nice. oh, boy. Get that little Will Smith reference. No, right no, there. no. We don't do that here. <laughs> That's one of the great. Now I really don't trust this guy. Man, I guess one of the ground rules, bro. We don't talk about him. All right. Um, all right, Babylon, man. Are you from <clears throat> a particularly creative or musical family, as I always ask people? I am indeed. Oh, talk about it, man. What's cool. up? So, um,. It's it's genetic. It's bloodline. My cousin that these two gentlemen know very well. He's uh he works at Timmy Tattoo. Okay. He's a tattoo artist, profound in the uh, scene. Jessery. Jessery. Yeah, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Bank. <laughs> Shout out to Timmy Tattoo. Jesse Bank. Very much. So. Yeah. He, okay. he did this one. There was that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That is one of my yeah. favorites. I'm also and holding my entire arm up to the microphone. Same. <laughs> if I, I'll take my pants <laughs> off. <laughs> we can show you my legs. Oh boy. But yeah. they can't see that. Creative oh boy. boy. So yep. the the artistic drawing that's on my mother's side. Mm-hmm. Um, the musical side is more on my dad's side, which is stems from my grandmother and and uh, her being a, a profound or uh, accomplished pianist. Cool. Um, graduating from Juilliard and, and uh, playing at Carnegie Hall. Oh, shit. Wow. Um, my dad's older brother, pianist. My dad, a drummer. So drums was my first instrument. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, just grew up like listening to it in the house. Dude, like the, the earliest record was uh, Zeppelin II, and I was probably about three or four years old. Nice. Um, you know, I had an older brother, so when he was having birthday parties... You know, you would do like the musical chairs thing, and my dad, of course, Deep Purple, you know, Emerson, Lake and Palmer, Zeppelin. So, like, I knew early what cool fucking music was. Uh, right. You know, yeah. and we're talking like, yeah. this is like late 80s, yeah. you know? So, um, it just it's stemmed from there. I mean, older cousin, older, his older brother, um, who's got about like, I don't know, 12 years on me or something like that. That's where the Metallica came in, going to the uncle's house with the Black Sabbath, the fucking cassettes up up the wall, <laughs> yeah, Iron Maiden, like yes. looking for Paranoid, but pulling out like, you know, the Iron Maiden, like just like what? Like yep. I don't know my alphabet, but this is cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, deep cuts, man. Yeah, deep super, cuts. super yeah. serious. That's so, awesome, man. Yeah, so it started like the the early like, the metal was was all family driven, and then like I'm showing my elementary friends like Metallica, like just have words. You know, like I'm showing them like battery and fight fire with yeah. fire. They're like, I don't get it. Like you will. 
<laughs> yeah, you're the friend uh, that everybody kind of like wishes they had looking back on it, like to teach you about what was going on and yeah, all this yeah. kind of stuff. It's an encyclopedia. So, uh, so when did you? Um, when did you? You said you mentioned uh, drums was your first instrument. When did you pick up some sticks? Brother? Yeah. So sticks were. You know, my dad had his uh, his two vintage drum kits, like a Ludwig and a Gretsch from the uh, late 60s, early 70s. He was in a band called Cellophane Rain. <laughs> no recordings great. that I know of, but nice. I could only imagine. Name. Yeah, 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 he's definitely, uh, I am. Well, him. you mentioned like Emerson Lake or Palmer before, so he's like, yeah. you know, that that's like the prog stuff. Yeah, know. yeah. It's music for musicians. No doubt. You know? So like when you get exposed to that kind of music, it really uh, get you moving in your head at a young age. For sure. Yeah, hoedown and all that kind of good shit. I actually just started getting into... Um, Mahavishnu Orchestra, you know, John oh, Mahavishnu, yeah, like, yeah, like early shit, and I'd pull up to my house, and, and my dad would be yeah. like, Billy Cobham, and I'm like, yeah, yeah man, yeah. like, super group, he's like, oh, it's like, fucking, that's the shit right there, you know, like, <laughs> just like, just that glad, you know, because if I had kin, I would be glad that they're listening to, like, you know, oh, man. some fucking Pantera. That's great, man, dude, yeah, yeah appreciate it, the only band my dad thinks is cool is ZZ Top. That's it. It's it ends awesome there. band. It ends there. No, that's enough. But, you know, yeah, it's, my dad would not appreciate uh, my, my Vishnu Orchestra, man. That's yeah, awesome yeah. shit, man. Yeah, my that's dad's cool. my most modern favorite band, um, besides his sons, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> Slipknot. Love Slipknot. Wow. Yeah, man. So, well, man. yeah, great drumming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Joey Jordan exactly. slaying it, man. Yeah. <laughs> so where are you jam with your dad at all? Um, you teach you so, band? yeah, yeah. Like, back, back in the day, it was like drum set up in the basement. I'd put on the earmuffs and just... He would show me like a beat, just the four to the floor, and then I would just try to work in between, make my own fills eventually. Um, but when it, it first came to jamming together, like as I got a little bit older, we would get the drum set up in the living room, and you know, I he, I, I got a guitar f- uh, freshman in, in high school, but I had my first guitar. I was ten years old. That was like a birthday gift to me. So that's when I really shifted from drums to guitar. It was the ten, tenth birthday acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, Want to stand in front? Fucking Iron Man was the first song I learned, bro. That first, <laughs> I came in like ten years old, like ah, look at this, and then I'm playing like Tornado of Souls at like twelve, yeah, and yeah. you know just getting all the tablature books. So then it was really mm-hmm. guitar, and then it was really like melody making after that, um, and then the jamming with my dad, and then like getting kids from high school over, like you know I got a fucking sixties drunk kid. Sure, man. You're the dude that you can actually jam at someone's house. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, my parents are cool as shit. Like they'll yeah. still have me over. Like <clears throat> fucking put a concert on in the backyard. Like yeah, awesome, let's go. Man. That's great. Man. Yeah. Open this pool up. And just yeah. one more thing. You said your dad had like two old, uh, two vintage kits. Uh, were they both set up at the same time? Yeah, we did have the double wow, kick at sick. one point. Yeah, it was Hell like, it, and they were like twenty inch, I think, uh, or twenty two Gretsch and, and Ludwig. Um, really, really special kits. Coated skins, jazz, and and I actually brought that kit out to start Nightcrawler in the shitty Seabro studio at the end of the block by the Pepsi distributor. Yeah, I, was like, yeah, I was like, your dad. Because like, I was in another band. It was called The Senate. It was very awesome rock fusion hip-hop. Like, cool. a really, really cool college band. Unfortunately, band, <clears throat> band member passed away. Drummer passed away. So like that kind of thing faded out. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, so we, uh, and this is why he's awesome, because he got me back to this whole thing like on the, on the real spiritual level. Um, I started with the drum kit like just to get shit moving mm-hmm. and that was the nightcrawler like we went through guitarists like I was drumming mm-hmm. running a bit you know we were sharing a room with fucking Hangman and Joe with uh, Shepherds yeah, at the yeah, time Shepherds, dude. so we're talking 2012 like yeah, the yeah. shitty year we were talking about yeah, earlier dude. Mayan calendar shit yeah real Mayan shit um, but that's essentially when I met you guys yeah. was like that 2010 2012 kind of 
kind of time frame Dale Street. Like that was yeah, spicy we were, shit. Yeah, we were up in that Seabro. We were in that Dale Street. Yeah, we bounced around all those same practice spaces back then. Yeah. So that, what, I, what is Seabro? What's that? Uh, it's a block in uh, Amityville, Babylon. Yeah, like Amityville, Babylon. There's a block in uh, this uh, this this dude. Uh, I forget his name because I didn't pay rent. Lance. Uh, oh, Lance was my. Yeah. He was all right. Like uh, <laughs> people complained about him, but I thought he was fine. It was a uh, rehearsal space. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, it was, was like a double. Uh, yeah. It was like a two floors, bunch of rooms. Okay. He owned a couple of them, and yeah. it, it was a lot of spaces. Like yeah. he was yeah. doing. I, I would consider it a service to the community because of For the sure. amount oh, yeah. of spaces that he offered. Yeah. To, yeah. You know, it's hard. He was on fair. Island, he was fair you know? with it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. the going rate. But you know, he's got to pay rent too. You know, so the only place I really ever go to is Dare Studio in Deer Park. Man, I don't know much else to rehearse with on, on, on Long Island anyway, man, you know? Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. yeah uh, so... There was a cool quality coming, like, uh, of, of artistry coming out of, like, the, the Amityville Farm and Dell area. Yeah, know, that bred a lot of shit, man. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask how you how you three guys met. Um, well, I know how you two <coughs> know each other, but how you guys uh, hooked up. But um, before we get too far ahead, when you're you're growing up, you're, you're, the, you're the kid in school who's, who's playing music, your house is where people can jam and all that, man. Do you like talk about maybe your first band, uh, like like that played out and played shows? Like, what? what how old are you when that happens? So, um, in high school, it was like just playing with kids and seeing if you can get the the jam going. So I was jamming at like fourteen, fifteen when I got my first electric guitar, which is the modded Strat now that has the fucking Up super bridge toggle. pickup and the toggle oh, that I put in. Yeah. We'll talk about modest strats later. <laughs> yeah, so um, so I still have that, and so from that, um, I was a bass player in a band uh, in high school. Actually, played with Straight from the Path at Rocky Point. Okay, I'm talking yeah, like I was yeah. a fucking sophomore in high school, playing with some seniors mm-hmm. for like a talent show, yeah. and then it was yeah. like they needed a bass player, and they were like, "Oh, we got some shows," and I'm like, "All right, yeah." And so 15 years old, it's like you know 99 or something, 2000 or whatever. Um, but like after that, when I was um, a senior in high school, uh, I started my own band with a with a friend of mine who's a year younger than me, and we were on hardcorewebsite.net, <laughs> finding, wow. searching for wow. drummers, wow. and the first place we played at was Dare Studios. Yeah, yeah. So that was like the first collective, and this dude came from Hempstead, he's like, I got a guitar player. You know, we're 14, 15, and, and this dude's like, you know, 19, and his friend is like 21, so... That was my first band, and then we got the vocalist through the same channel, through the Hardcore Website channel. Wow. Um, and, and that was called Away With Words. Away was one word, so Away With Words. I remember that. Mm. I remember that. Bi- I actually saw Away With Words play twice. I believe once at... Uh, um, it could blow my the, mind right the, now. The Walk Together, Rock Together festival that was at like a... Uh, we played a few shows, but like two were kind of... Like you played, yeah. Well, well dude, no, this, yeah, it was, it was like a, it was a festival for that guy. I believe his name was Jared that passed away several years ago. That was involved in the local hardcore scene, and it was a whole bunch of bands playing like a, kind of like a Knights of Columbus type of building in Lake Ronkonkoma, right off the highway. It was like an all day thing. I believe Away with Words played there, and then there was something in like the city somewhere where I believe Biolich, my old band, played, and and you guys played like. Uh, it was a whole bunch of bands. So yeah, I, I think the one in the city is is awesome. Yeah. Um, but the, we played um, like fucking Eastport VFW or some shit like that, with like Fall of Icarus, Dearly Departed, um, yeah, Tabula yeah. Rasa, 
some some real like local local. The early shit. departed, I definitely remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow, man. Like God, my my drummer crazy. at the time, his sister was dating one of the guys in the band, so that was like my first. Yeah, yeah. So this was like, and I was like 15 again. VHS, I got the whole fucking tape, and then <laughs> we played at Backstreet Blues. Yeah, like a Treu, yeah. it was like coming around. Yeah, yeah. So that was <laughs> yeah. like one of the first early two thousands kind of. Yeah. I think the city show you're talking about was at Downtime NYC. Yes, it was Downtime. Turned, yes, turned sir. To be Rebel, thirty first. I, right? I have I have an Blood away with simple. words. Blood Simple. Blood Simple was yeah. like the headliner at the time. I have an away with words uh, burnt CD somewhere. No doubt. Somewhere in that's the mess. Four yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, man. Wow, dude, that's funny, man. And you also you said something before I don't want to miss. Um, you said uh, you jammed with some of the guys from Straight Straight from the Path. Well, not you, personally, but like we we played at Club Blue in Rocky Point. Like we it was a it was a bill. That yeah, we were on together. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I, I I feel like it was the singer, man. I was in like uh, Seattle, and I think the guy lives out there now, man. This is just a random story from a few years back. I could be totally off base. Never mind, man. No, that that wasn't even a way with words. That was a band called Bourgeoisie. I was playing bass in. That was okay. a high school band. And All these right, kids man. were like nuts, and they were like. You know, because it was hardcore at the time. Sure. And it was like, obviously, they were fucking way ahead at the Lived time. Lived life. The yeah, and, and they had like JCM 900s. I'm like, oh, I wish I could afford it too. Sure. Yeah. And they're like fucking <laughs> jumping off of them. And you know, and you're like, don't 15 touch year old it. me, I'm like, yo, I'm like, no, that's like a nice piece of gear. And, uh, you know, eventually, you know, I started doing that. Like, well, that burnt, so. like that young, yeah. seeing that burns a fucking image into your head. You it, I, mean? I was like, these kids are never going to fucking make it. <laughs> like they're stupid breaking they're their shit breaking and then their I wound up yeah, yeah I'm like hey Tom we like the Rangers what's up <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're that young playing shows like getting gear is it's something else crucial you know Dude, like it's, the, the, it's the, hilarious like I had the my, my dad was super cool and bought me the the crate blue voodoo it's one of the worst in the, in the world but it's you know it's like I'm 15 I can't get together a thousand dollars, you know. So if you're playing in a band with someone who's fucking up JCM 900s or yeah. whatever 800s, yeah, and like, uh, yeah, it was shocking. Yeah. Your, your dad also uh, bought me my uh, Randall Warhead. Yes, on my on my crate uh, fucking 412. My dad was convinced that he, he was very proud of us. He was convinced that we were going to pay for his retirement. <laughs> yeah, right. with our rock and roll. That's <laughs> a fucking good dad. Right you, guys, you guys have yet to pay that off. Then 2012. Yeah, yeah then 2012 yeah. happened. Man. Oh yeah, 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 fucked everything yeah. up. Man. <laughs> Ruined it all. So is uh um uh after, after this is going on, you mentioned your band, the Senate. That yeah. that that is that like the next thing you transition into or yeah um. That because that was a really like a college band. I was I was in another band actually after Away with Words. It was called Infrared. And okay. I was like brought into that um, through a couple friends. Played a couple shows. Um, what did you play in that band? I was a guitarist my whole life through so, every band. Yeah, yeah. Because for, you're for a multi- the, I know you like you've mentioned before drums. Yeah, I can hold the beat stuff. So yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm mainly like guitar like melody maker kind okay. of mm-hmm. rhythm guy. Don't gotcha. really solo. Just so we. Clear. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel that. No, I'm like down picking and just rhythm as best I can. But um, yeah, it was guitar the whole the whole ride out. So that that infrared band lasted for about like nine years, I think, with me in it. Or no, no, it was like I was only in it for like three. They were around for a minute. Okay. Um, that later disbanded, and um, that's when you know that was like in college so it was like two years of college that fell apart and then my last two years in college it was like i met these real like fucking musicians you know what i mean my man d bass who's a bass player he's touring he's on a, a cruise right now like in in europe or something until 
April. So he's, you know, Subway Busker. Like, he's real deal, like, funk, jazz, gospel bass player. Mm-hmm. Benny B, who was the drummer, rest in peace. That was my man. I'm telling you, man, I've never met another drummer, never played with another drummer like that guy. That was one of the hardest, hardest losses, um, typically because, and, uh, you know, we can go on or off record here. When we got the news, my friend and I, who was in the band, my friend Steve, mm-hmm. we were, uh, it was like, he had this rare blood condition, and he, he was in the hospital, we came to, uh, meaning me and Steve went to his uh, Steve's house. It was a blizzard, and I was like, "Let's just fucking be together." We ate some mushrooms. We got the news that he went to that next plane of existence, and uh, shit was crazy. And to make matters worse, exactly a year later, another friend in that same group of friends, like, passed away. So we were, like, the fucking same moment, you know? Like, it was just really, really tough, like, 2013, 2014. Um, So when he passed, eventually the band just kind of ended, you know what I mean? Like, it was, I was kind of out before then. I didn't like the way things were going, so I was like, I'm out. I'm going to go back to the fucking heavy music, like. But the relationship stayed. Yeah, oh, totally, with the guys, absolutely, yeah. I mean, that was, it was just like the direction. I was like, it wasn't really, like, how I wanted to progress as a band. I was like, you know, we need to honestly, like, make some personnel changes, and it was just like, you know, people don't want to hear that, but, I mean, it is what it is. So I left and then started um, the Nightcrawler thing, which is when I met these guys, and then it was just like studio, and now it's here. Well, uh, well, what I was going to ask was that did you go to a music college or I went to Five Towns College, so it was you know audio engineering and business management, you know all that bullshit. Because I was going to say it it seems pretty um, uh, like coincidental that you meet all these crazy musicians, but you know you're going to a music college, so that now makes makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but just random because you got like two metal guys, a funk guy, a jazz guy, a hip hop dude, and like a soul, you know, a, like an R&B female vocalist. And it was like, let's do this cool thing for our senior end of the year show. And like we all came together. We did like our own rendition. At the time it was Jay-Z, Show Me What You Got. That was like the hit. Mm-hmm. So it was a Van Halen right now, uh, right now the intro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we did the whole fucking thing, and then like went into show me what you got, and it was people out of their seats, and it was really just like uplifting for the school at the time. It was like senior year, you know, we're out, like everyone was partying, like in the school, so it was like a cool feeling. And then it was just like, yo, I got the studio, you know, like the, the vocalist was like, oh, let's just come by and and maybe you know do this on a Sunday. And we went by, and then it was like, oh, come back next Sunday. And then we went back next Sunday, and then before you know it's a fucking band for three years. Yeah, man. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. But, you know, it's just it's just like, as you develop as a musician and as a person, and like, you know, you know how it is, man. Of Relationships course. and creative direction and just trying to compromise and then like being spiteful. Well, you know, <laughs> you know? Well, it happens. Yeah, it yeah, does, yeah. Of course. And, and, and yeah. you had, a, you had a, a different sort of like uh, musical path for yourself, you know, like notwithstanding the relationships you had with people in mm-hmm. that band and like you know I'm sorry to hear about Benny B yeah it's all good and stuff like yeah that, you know, and a Christian yeah. sucks but um, so you you move on man and, and you got the heaviness in your heart you got the fucking you got the deep riffs the resilience the fucking the fucking drop riffs yeah work, and you're going and Fun. you form Nightcrawler after this right yeah the, uh, that was um, that was a uh, kind of like where it got me today you know, yeah. just like the path of that, just so, getting right back into going to shows like on the regular so and doing that kind of shit. Was that the, sort of the first project where you were kind of like, all right, um, I'm 
I'm not taking in like too many outside influences. This is what I want as a band. Like this is this is what I'm trying to write right now. This is the heaviness here, and like getting people around it. Or yeah. so um, I think at that time I was like unemployed. <laughs> so it was a perfect time to start a <clears throat> shitty fucking horrible punk band. <laughs> you know, like just pissed off at every fucking thing and like the machine and all that bullshit. But uh, it definitely, you know, through trials and tribulations and, and just living I mean you know you just you just need to do what's right for you and that fucking sometimes means hurting people's feelings and not being able to compromise but it did bring me to back to like the heavy music and really getting into more local shit and stuff that I you know local bands are around I got a fucking top 10 right now of 2019 yeah on Long Island that's yeah. fucking cool, man. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to toot my own shit, yeah, but like, like, people are buying my shit. I'm, my name is in there. You know, for for like up and comers, we don't tour, but you know, it's like, it's cool. We're in a, we're in a renaissance of uh, <clears throat> underground music, especially extreme heavy music on Long Island right now. And I Absolutely. always credit the younger generation of people in their early twenties for really like bringing it up and supporting it because. Uh, you need that fresh blood, and there's more people going to shows, and you got the vet. Like, we talk about it all the time. We had Dan Valentino here talking about Amityville Music Hall and all that, man. Um, but, yeah, it's a great time, and we, we do want to get to that list. I want to talk no about doubt. all that mm-hmm. stuff, man. Um, Bill, I just, I, before we, like, really move on into your uh, current projects that you're involved in, it, I just wanted to, like, get your perspective. Going to Five Towns, because I know a few people uh, that are, like, Five Towns alumni. Um, shout to John from Artificial Brain, actually. Uh, he, he, he went there. Uh, and I know that you interact with a lot of different types of musicians there. You mentioned guys that do funk and gospel and this type of stuff. And uh, I know other people who've related that experience. What do you think you took from that, like like going forward into heavy music again? Like, like what, what did you learn from that? How did it change your, your perspective on music? Theory and timing. And just like hearing things and uh, transposing them into riffs. da 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 Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like kind of just getting that, taking your thoughts, and not like relying on luck when you sit down with the guitars. Learning music theory is huge. You know, yeah, um, theory helps. But I know. mean, also genetics helps too, I guess. Right? Like yeah. you, you gotta kind of have the ear for it, you know, to know what sounds good. And and sometimes even people when they don't have the ear for it and they write some shit, I'm like, damn, what is that fucking thing? Mm-hmm. Like I want to see yeah. that chord. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then I, and then. You but know, I'm, you, I'm sure it helps to be able to articulate, you know, the, the language of music. No obviously, doubt. you know, I, yeah, well, I, I music theory that, yeah. isn't going to write songs for you. Mm-hmm. It's just going to help you articulate them yeah. and understand what the hell's going on. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Have, having a certain mindset to where you want to make heavy music and your outside influences don't come from heavy music, that that creates that's innovative heavy music that you create based off of all those outside influences. Right. Uh, shout out to Joseph Friedman, um, fucking jazz funk drummer that that we played with yeah same sort of mentality where it's like oh yeah now we have now we have a language that we can speak mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah, yeah that, that like, transcends genre it's music now yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter like what, you know, yeah when what someone really appreciates music like um just side story uh, about joe quick one yeah um you start playing with him we started showing him music he never heard a blast beat Wow! Yeah. And then two months later, yes. he was playing some of the sickest blast beats yeah, because yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't just going fast to him. It was just like, what is everything doing? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he looked mm-hmm. up techniques online. So it's like, yeah. And it, then vice versa. Like I had never heard a polyrhythm before, or knew how to express what that was. Mm-hmm. And then going back and forth with like meeting in the middle with those two sort of things. It's a ma- that's a beautiful thing. It's a magical mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I almost Feel like uh, am, am envious of uh, being in that sort of a. Uh, 
creative environment, like in a, in a sort of like a, you know, I, I know uh, what you mean, man. Like a, a, a school setting, an educational setting. Yeah, it, we, it yeah. wasn't educated right. though. You know, like we, I just met those people. We got into a studio and we jammed, and it was like yeah. but dealing you, with real musicians who literally practice theory so that they don't fucking have to work a job, you know, and like that's their yeah, life. Yeah. Like music yeah. is my life too, but like I work a fucking job. Like my man D Bass, I was in the Senate with, he's cruising playing music. Yeah. That's because that's yeah. his life. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. you know, something I envy. Yeah. Obviously, because yeah. who wants to get on the fucking railroad and go to work every day? Yeah. Uh, but no, nobody. <laughs> we're not here to talk about <laughs> nobody. But yeah, damn, yeah, bathrooms out of order. I gotta pee. I gotta pee behind my car. We, we could do a whole so, episode about the MTA, especially these days. I got, an, I got an album building yeah. of the best bathrooms. There's a, uh, a French fries next to the toilet. Yeah, no, the but to answer your yeah, real narcissist ones, yeah. <laughs> to to be like blunt with it, going to, to to college and meeting the people really got me to think differently about how to write. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I, you know, not obviously totally different experiences, but just on the same tip, these guys are talking about being in bands with different types of musicians and the cross-pollination of influences. Like, like when I was, um, when I joined Artificial Brain up till now, I mean, those guys are like, you know, some of those guys went to uh, Berkeley, some of those guys went to Five Towns. They they played in a lot of different things, man. It's kind of like I'm like a a caveman that was stuck in like like a, a, a room full of like world class ballerinas, and now I can walk. Sexual. I yeah, can't dance. Talk, yeah. But I can't dance, but I can walk across the room without falling over my feet now. Yeah, yeah. So that's like kind of like I'm like my you, my comparison. You put together them. the act with them. Yeah, like they're still way crazy. Like they're way more intellectual than me. But I I I can I can keep up now without hurting myself. Right. I feel so yeah. I feel uh, so much what you said, and um, also I think it's just a beautifully painted picture. A caveman just, with just a room full of ba- yeah, ballerinas in Deathspell Omega t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I pictured a toga, but okay. <laughs> no, that's, I'm wearing oh, the toga. Wearing the toga. Yeah, yeah. 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 Else yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like Belushi in an uh, Animal House. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get back on Yeah, back on, on track. You never left. I, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. I forgot. I do uh, have... I, got, I, I get off track because I have to think about what I'm editing later, which is none so far. The MTA gets off track, allegedly. Oh, okay. Except that. Uh. <laughs> so, so talk. Try, now, catch, catching up to speed with your um, your more modern prod. Uh, and by the way, I had a segue about blast beats, but we went off, so it's, it's all good. Well, so, speaking of blast beats, <laughs> uh, Wreath of Tongues. That band starts what 2016? Essentially, yeah. The name and and the brand was 2016. Okay. All right. Um. How do, well, do you want to talk a little bit about how that comes to be and all that? Or no, <laughs> it just just appears in the you midnight. Want, you want to talk about church bus logo studies? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. All right, oh boy, <laughs> allegedly. Um, so, Wreath of Tongues is a New York band that started in uh, 2016. It's um, it's derived from members of Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. Run the Wire, and FX Zero. Okay. So now we've got this super group of Long Island dudes. Um, I am definitely the dad, and <laughs> my children are still in their 20s, so that's like a really cool thing because they keep me up to speed with all the new shit. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, before, I know. Yeah. I know. FX Zero was a cool band, man. Yeah, I, I mean... They were doing some cool shit, like... Uh, we'll we'll yeah. get to we'll okay. get to the personnel in Aretha Tongues right now because they're, they're very special guys, and like I was saying before, like, you know the transcendence of life and spirit and all that and like coming back you know and rewarding after putting in the work and being resilient to all your failures and struggles and just fucking mental crazy shit like if you just stay the track 
I'm telling you right now, like, you'll, you'll just, you'll eventually just be happier instead of being like, what the fuck if, like, I could have quit that shit, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm jumping off on a segue here, but anyway, very fortunate to have these fucking young cats and read the tongues. Um, we have two EPs, uh, digital only, uh, we have a new LP coming out this December. Yeah, I got, I got it, uh, all on the band camp here, and there, there is one song that you guys have allowed to preview. Yes. On the band camp, yeah. Correct. Um, it's it, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited for the album. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time coming, and, uh, <clears throat> it's definitely my heaviest work, and, and just... I'm really excited. Uh, it's my first vinyl press, also, mm-hmm. so I got the test pressings. They sound fucking sick. It's a great feeling. How's it feel? Oh my god, dude! Like, it just feels good. Like, and I've never really heard my music otherwise. It's always been digital. It's always been CDs. It's always been MP3s and waves. Right, and you you have experience with audio engineering, so you're like, you need more. I yeah. You need that vinyl. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, That's it great, sounds man. good. And and actually, I'm so happy, dude. Like, I bought. After I heard my test press, I went out and bought five more vinyl, like just classics that I didn't even own. I, I nice, yeah, man. dude, the vinyl. Yeah, Literally, I'm, when I got the shipment, I was like, because it's like the way to listen. I'm all the way down the vinyl wormhole, man. I, there's no help for me, man. Yeah. Um, and we're talking about uh, the LP is going to be called Penance. Yes. Uh, and that's coming out um in December, Friday right? the 13th. Yes, December Friday 13th. Th- and you, we're and fucking you, stupid like that. No, that's sick, dude. That's it's good. Stupid. You nailed it. And the next day, so I, I imagine it would be December 14th is your show at St. Vitus yes. in Brooklyn, uh, New York, just for the listeners. Very yep. Cool. Um and your prior two EPs and a one song from this forthcoming Penance LP are available on your Bandcamp. Um Something I noticed uh, listening to this the new song uh, that's from this forthcoming LP, mm-hmm. I heard blast beats. Uh, did did you guys um, incorporate like some more grindcore type elements into into this particular EP compared to the older material? Yes. Spoiler alert: We have eleven more songs that are way heavier than the ones we have now. <laughs> awesome, awesome! So we're ready to go. Love it. Yeah, Love we've, it. we've definitely breached like an extreme. We've refined the sound behind the scenes. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. once this is out and we get the the next set of songs out, like it's it's cool. Like it's definitely heavier, blastier, you know, grindier, fucking shittier. It's still <laughs> polished. Do you, do you attribute <laughs> that maybe to working with younger musicians? Like these guys are still kind of like trying to find their find their sound, and everyone's you know f- like fresher maybe. Um, it, it's good to have young blood, but these guys are refined mm-hmm. for their entire lives. You know they have the ten thousand hours plus. So it was. I'm just fortunate to be with them and like get this done like this. It's really cool. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. sick, man. It's uh, it, it definitely uh. Makes you want more for sure. It's it's hard to describe. I was trying to think because I'm always trying to think about how to describe something for the listeners without boxing it in. And you know, it's like this guy meets this guy, you know. But like, it's got this very uh, rough, raw kind of like '90s um, metallic hardcore edge to it, man. It almost sounds like like a. Um and th- but then there's something about it that's like a, almost like botch ish and then there's a grindcore edge to it man it's yep. it, it keeps it it, it, tr- it transcends in a nice way it's not like it's not like the um the patchwork quilt genre mixing bands like it kind of like transcends in a way I like it man cool appreciate yeah it. it's a super it's a super meld man I I uh, I compare a lot to um, how I would like being a huge red chord fan take that and and old converge and bring that into like modern times because so, it, it's it's Long Island hardcore if that hardcore makes you feel like very uneasy and anxious you know you're not expecting what's coming next a little bit it's I think it's a, honestly, 
it's a breath of fresh air, man, from from a lot of stuff coming out. Cool, thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, Long Island yeah, is I'm, a I'm pumped on it. Long Island's a particular hardcore, you know, foreground. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and we'll get to those bands for sure. But yeah, there's a lot of them that are awesome. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, but you know, yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of them aren't doing like this metal and fucking mashup thing that we're doing. I call it right. death punk. You know, okay. it's like death metal, death but yeah. like punk because it's got like attitude. <clears throat> yeah, it's, and the shows are cool too. It's, like it's we go got, fucking crazy. Like oh, we, the shows we, are we, great. We knock shit over like straight from the path in two thousand. Yeah, I, I saw um, actually the uh, obnoxious noise fest. That you yes, yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah that was wild. Man. Some, uh, something hit me in the gut. That whole thing was fun. Piece was of that, wood. That was like one of your first shows, though, right? No, uh, with with Wreath of Tongues or like the uh, first. No, 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 no. We we well, so the the brand Wreath of Tongues had to you know it came about. Right, um, but we had a couple names prior that we won't talk about. Yeah, no, 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 no. we can cut that you part had, out. You had, you had told me about it before, but it was kind of like, "Hey, I'm working on this thing." Yeah, exactly. Like you weren't doing shows yet; you were yeah, still yeah, right yeah. in the writing phase. No, I'm, I'm just joking about all that. But yeah, it was. Um... <laughs> no, you guys are wild. Uh, your bass player broke his bass. Oh, uh, uh, we well, we broke our we broke our shit at uh, Tom's birthday party. Yes. Were, were you there? Uh, you were there at that yeah, one. Yeah, I was okay. there. Yeah, uh, splinters. Still, I'm still trying to get those splinters <laughs> out. <man>. So sorry. <laughs> oh. But yeah. no, Obnoxious Noise Fest was dope because um, Tom McCarthy put that on. Shout out Tom McCarthy for fucking doing cool shit on the island. I hope you come back and do more. Um, he helped out a lot of fucking bands and made all three shows at all three venues really fucking cool. And we opened the festival, which I thought was cool. It was like the Friday night we were the first band, and I love doing shit like that because it's like. We got a break or fucking do something crazy and just keep people riled up and people were fucking going crazy. And it, was it was a fun. very cool set, right? Yeah, and it, you know, it's just it's just fun, man. I mean, it's not even a fuck the fan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I love playing, man. Like, I just love feeling it. I f- you can see that I'm I feel crazy. Oh yeah, <laughs> man, you're having a blast <laughs> up there. <laughs> you know, you, like, oh well, you guys were having a blast. That's like, all. It everyone is. was having fun have up there. Fun. No have one was like stiff or you know, kind of like looking for an approval you know what you see yeah every it's communication pro- professional musicians playing with the young guys living. man they don't care they're out there doing their thing yeah. you need to wear oh, a I've suit i've seen every, they're moving still. around man they I, got their limber you know what i mean i man? have seen i have seen people uh playing in you know playing in their first band or people have been doing this for years who still look at the crowd for some kind of approval yeah whether yeah. professionally or not or you know what if it's smooth or whatever but like you you go over the top the band goes over the top mm-hmm. so it's it's fantastic because you're just you're your own entity. It's entirely about um, engagement. It's, yeah. There's no. There's no like. You're not paying attention to the audience. You're just doing this act, and it's fantastic. Rita Tongue's one of the sickest live shows out there, uh, listeners. If you get a chance to see them, December fourteenth, maybe December fourteenth at Saint Vitus. I mean, that shit is sold out. If you live, is it? It is. Yeah. Well, no shit. It, yeah, man. Well, cool. Selling out Vitus. If you shit. live in Montanga, it's really fun. It's really curl up and die because they're doing a reunion show. They're coming back. They're doing two nights of Vitus. Two shows. But we, I, I two shows? Um, no, we're in the, well, the the second show for us is actually December fifteenth, Sunday. Um, I got the AMH date. We're just working out the details. AMH, oh, cool. so, come to the Vitus of the East. Yes, exactly. So the so December fourteenth in Brooklyn, December fifteenth. There is a Long Island show being worked out, yes, man, but that's going to be for the uh, December 13th is the release date for Correct. the actual LP. That's when the shipments go and out. And that's Friday the 13th. It's, it's yeah. the weekend of, yeah. of great shit. And if you, if no matter where you live, come fly out, see beautiful New York in the winter, and yeah. then have Wreath the Tongues kick your ass. So uh, another project you're involved in, though, Thought Crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, that I'll talk about. 
<laughs> <laughs> Secrets out on that, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read about it in like Revolver online or something. Yeah, man. Come yeah. on. Um, no, that's uh, uh, what, what's what's your drummer's name? What's 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 the homeboy's name? Uh, homeboy right there is Billy Reimer. Yeah, I'm sorry, Billy Reimer, ex Dillinger Escape Plan drummer. Uh, obviously, um, so I mean, just going back, like you know, I mean, and that's that's kind of like what people read because because that's mm-hmm. like what you see online with with some of the hype. What, how do you uh, come into the picture? How do you know that guy? Um, <clears throat> through the vocalist, actually. Okay. Uh, through some weird, weird ass ten year ago channel type Long Island connection thing. <laughs> you know, so it all comes back to Long Island. Are you on is anyone up? Is that the thing? What's that? Is anyone up? Is that the one that you're on? Um. I got a phone call. You can cut that time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, I um, was it run your mouth? You know, I right was. Uh, I I actually wasn't even looking to do anything else other than you know build this to what it is now. You know what I mean? Like I was right. just so fucking focused on that. And I just got a new job and it was commuting and moving and all this all this shit. So um, I got a uh, Facebook message from Billy, um, and I've known him you know in the past, just just through playing and just. Casual kind of just ca- yeah. He was oh, I'm fucking playing in Dillinger. I was like, God damn! I'm like, what's that like? Driving two hours to and from Jersey. He's like, wow. Yeah, I fucking drunk in Dillinger. Like, who? I have to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a gig, and it yeah, paid off. You know, it's fucking yeah. awesome. Three yeah. studio records. Like, come on, man. That's yeah, fucking yeah, shit on your belt. Yeah, um, awesome records, by the way. I remember he would he would come down to uh, as hell broke loose his studio and just rip bleed on the drums just by himself. I'm just standing there and yeah. just watch. Like, oh, that's pretty awesome. Cool. So again, another another person next to Chris Reaney, my drummer, uh, in Wreath of Tongues, and and being with Billy, after playing with my man Benny. Again, I'm bringing up the fucking guy, but like, just fortunate to be with mm-hmm. two tight ass drummers, man, and like no in between notes and all that kind of shit. So anyway, Billy Facebook messaged me, said, "Hey, I got this band I'm doing. Um, Rick told me to hit you up," and I'm like, "Oh, cool. I'm thinking." thought it was rick from uh rick extinction ad yeah, uh, yeah. and i was like oh i'm like that's funny because mm. i think at the time i asked rick i'm like hey i'm looking for a band <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it you got any more of the bands rick literally <laughs> literally shout, shout to uh, extinction ad long island's uh premier thrash metal band by the way for real yeah, yeah. shout out to them yeah it was like that and he was just like i'll give you a metal wednesday and i was like All right. <laughs> and he did and it was awesome this and actually, it was uh, it was Ultimate Warrior's death that show that we played, and I felt so bad. Drink one for the homie. Randy Roast Mortem is another podcast that we might do. Oh, yeah, great! Like, Figure okay. it out. Well, I'm not gonna choose you guys. <laughs> no, yeah, not, uh, shout, shout out to I'm Rick. I'm not though. drinking beer for the listeners. Well, right, so. well, uh, we're looking to get Rick in this podcast over here. So Billy French press me. Fucking Facebook message. He said Rick said. You're the guy. You're the rhythm guy. I need a fucking guitarist for a band. And I was like, all right. And I'm like, who the fuck is Rick? And I, I'm I'm trying to remember the actual conversation, but I, I was like, fucking Rick? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And then he said Rick Peppa. And um, he sang in a band called Nashville. Okay. Which is with a G and A-S-H-V-I-L-L-E. That was his I band. I that spelling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I get it. No, Good Nash. Yeah, it was their... Definitely tight, super metalcore band, like real, real, you know, good stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I had recently reconnected with him at a local AMH show, but I remember him from like 10 years ago in that infrared band I was in. Like, I used to hang out with him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, was he in that band? Donkey. No, no, no. Yeah, he was like, donkey. he was hanging out with a couple other guys. Oh, okay. But like, it was a band that I played shows with, and it was like, yo, what's up, man? Fucking band's cool. Oh, cool. I like Pantera. Yeah, no, nah, Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, of course. That's how you make connections with Pantera. You, you, it's just Pantera. Yeah. Just yeah. show them your CFH tattoo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, I, just, oh man, I gotta pull your that, hair back, and, dude. <laughs> a, a guy with a CFH tattoo was ready to lay me out until he realized I was wearing a crowbar shirt one time. True story. <laughs> I was at the. Oh, it's totally cool, man. Never mind, dude. I was at the Voltage. <laughs> I remember it. I was at the Voltage Lounge in um, Philly. And I was at the bar waiting to get a drink, and I saw a uh, shout to Jane, uh, who's Josh from Die Choking's wife. I, and, uh, and I turned around, I said, hey, how you doing real quick to her? And I turned back to the bar to wait for my drink. And as I was turning around, like my elbow like delicately caressed this guy's like elbow by accident. And this guy looked like Guile from Street Fighter with the blonde crew cut. Like huge, <laughs> like big dude. Like I mean, like I'm a pretty tall kind of big dude, but this guy was like huge. Turns around. And, and he's like, excuse me. And I'm like, what? He's like, did, did you just bump into me? And I turn around, and, and now I'm, like, facing him with my crowbar shirt. And I'm like, oh, yeah, pardon me, man. You know, you know, no disrespect or whatever. I just said what I said real quick. And he's like, he looks down. He's like, he points at my crowbar shirt. And then he, like, literally, like, makes a muscle and lifts up his shirt. And he's got a CFH tattoo. He's like, he's like it's okay, brother. And he just, like, he was really drunk. He was super drunk, too. Yeah. It begs the question: If if you weren't wearing that shirt, yeah, what would have happened? It definitely yeah. wouldn't have been okay. He would have. He wouldn't have turned around. Happened. To be like, hey, oh, my elbow is like got a little yeah. of your sweat on. I would have been in, in a fight with a really huge drunk marine. All right, it would have been bad. All right, I'm I'm not. I wouldn't have been hyped. But I had to. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interject that. No, no. CFH tattoo. <laughs> yeah, too good. So okay. yeah. So so Rick. Um, it was Rick who thankfully fucking even referred me to Bill because I haven't even talked to him like really just in passing it was like hey yo cool good to see you you know not not even a mention I was like here check out Nightcrawler you know <laughs> he fucking put it I remember this though from Rick he's a fucking funny he is I gave him the Nightcrawler fucking CD you know just like paper cheap bullshit that I needed to make promos and I gave it to him and you know how AMH bars are soaking wet and he puts his beer right on top of it and it just uh. bleeds everywhere and I was like just like biting my lip I'm like alright Rick alright um, all right, good to see you. So I guess that's just you know he felt bad and he was like, oh, put in the bed with me, fucking Bill. No, but that that is basically how it happened. Uh, Bill hit me up. I was on Dale Street and he was like, you know, I got these songs. Like, can you learn them? And I he sent them to me. I'm like, yeah, they sound pretty cool. Like, I would I would have followed his musical lead anyway because I like following the drummer from bands that leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like right. the backbone of a fucking band, basically to me. Mm-hmm. So just to, the fact that he asked me to play, I'm just like, oh, this is fucking cool now. And uh, again, enhancing the writing, enhancing the shit, like got me to got me to do the next bunch of songs with this band because I'm just doing two crazy bands where it's all original now, and I just yeah. got all this shit coming out of my dick. It's made it it's happen, sick. boy. It's sick. it's sick, man, because it, um, because like you could, you could tell your influence in both. Obviously, in Reed, there was more of an influence, but it makes complete sense that these people uh, sought you out for uh, for. Yeah, I'm just grateful, man. It's like yeah. it's cool and connected, and like, well, I just enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I was listening to the uh, Thought Crime, um, so, some of the stuff that's available. At, what what's what, is, is there an EP out? What's the availability of that? What's, what what music is going on? Yeah, that EP. Um, there's a CD pressed. It's a four song EP uh-huh. called Tap Night. Uh, it's also on Spotify, Apple Music. It's all that you know, digital. Most of the digital yes. streaming platforms. Yeah, and and I, I the point I was just trying to make was there was. There was some stuff that was very similar in that kind of like um, metallic, uh, you know, metallic, hardcore, angry, little yeah. little atmosphere. I don't want to say tech, but, you know, whatever the word is, you know, very, very different. But then there was some some slower, more melodic material um, that was like, that was really interesting, man, mm-hmm. that I, I really enjoyed. 
And it, it seems kind of like that band, maybe there's like a little bit more, um, or maybe like less of a focus, a little more freedom to do, like, you know, throw whatever at the wall or... Yeah, I mean, we try to make obviously like Wreath songs. We want it to be fucking Wreath of Tones identifiable. Yeah. Like, this is Wreath of Tones. But Thought Crimes is definitely more melody for sure. Like, okay. Rick has a vocal range that is incredible where he can scream and he can hit notes and, you know, he can, he can just manage himself in a live setting too. And, like, I watch videos back and I'm like, wow, it's like, it's like vocals on point because I, I haven't been in a band with a singer in a minute. And usually live, like, singers, when they got to sing, it's like they just throw some shit out there and just hope that they hit the note or, you know, they're holding their ear, and he doesn't really do that. It definitely happens in extreme music because you have that. When there's clean singing, there's usually some screaming with it. Vocals are not always treated, like, precious as they should be. People are drinking, smoking, Mm -hmm. not practicing enough, not taking the singing seriously. Yeah. Yeah, he also, sometimes the sound in those clubs that, that uh, underground bands play in, it's just not... Allegedly. Yeah, they, yeah. The, a singer has to exert themselves, too, yes. because they can't hear in the monitors at all, and they're not comfortable playing. So <laughs> also it's a, a lot of variables in a yeah. live performance for a uh, vocalist doing clean vocals with mm-hmm. heavy, heavy shit underneath. He's That's also a beast, yeah. though. He'll, he'll just scream. He'll do... Um, We'll do two fucking rehearsal sets back to back, and he'll sing both of them, like scream, sing both of them. It's great, good technique. And I'm like, yeah. goddamn, I'm like, it's I awesome. Don't, I don't know. That's genetics, man. A lot <laughs> of people can't fucking do that. I'm yeah, not right? saying he doesn't work hard, but also, come on, you know. But also, do you ever see him pee? I don't know, man. Um, no, not yet, actually. I I would recommend <laughs> any. Does he stand far away? <laughs> I would recommend any aspiring singer, like. Uh, try to practice two sets, man. Like that's what you should be doing. You know, I think oh, yeah. any anyone can do that. I, you know, it's. I'm not trying to slight anyone at all. I'm just saying there's a lot of val- variables for it's, a singer. I'm just know? saying like it's it's yeah, it's yeah. hard work, but like definitely like that's what you should aspire to do, man. You know. Yeah. yeah. I'll bring back this. Uh, I'll bring back this thing I was trying to do before. I was trying to get it over, but work on your riffs and even singers too. You got to work on your riffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Work yeah. on your riffs for a long amount of time. So you gotta, you, sometimes you talk during the day. Sometimes you got to go through the drive-thru and you got to order burgers and stuff like that. And that might put a strain on your throat. But just take it a little bit easier on that. And then at practice, work on your riffs a little bit more. True. So with Thought Crimes, you guys, are you guys working on anything else? or? Um... Yeah, that's another band that there's like 11 songs on the back burner just ready to go. All right. It's just blew right. it for everybody right now. No, but we, it's just always music. You know, it's always material. Like material's there. Yeah. All right, cool. But, you know... That's again reliant on the drummer to be there. <laughs> yeah, yo, he's doing a fucking great job, man. Like he's out there, he's playing with horror. Mm-hmm. He's playing with suicidal tendencies right now with no Ben. Shit. No shit. Yeah, he's on the mega cruise with Megadeth and Lamb of God right now. Great stuff. Sick fuck. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, he's with Ben again, doing suicidal. Screen. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, Damn, dude. That's fucking cool, man. Good on you. Good yeah. on you. Yeah, he's really, he's really good. Yeah, good on you for sure. He's definitely. Um, He's doing his dream, man. That's fucking great. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, especially difficult with heavy music, man. You know, I mean, yeah. it's it's coming back now, but it's you know, it, it, it's also like a totally different climate now, where there's like, you're 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 so you got so much competition musically. There's a million bands out there. You know, it's crazy everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? I, yeah, I just looked on Wikipedia to make sure I didn't miss anything with the shit that I've been listening to this year. Yeah, and it's like so many, like anything can get lost in the fucking. I, I salute you because I just kind of like what what. What I catch, I catch. You know, I caught and so then I just stuff, yeah. yeah reviewed and it was like fucking so yeah. much shit. What a good segue. Yeah, hey, yeah. I was gonna say. Somewhere. We talked about read the tongues. We talked about 
thought crimes. We, we we talked about your history a little bit so the listeners know you're legit, that you're not like just like a narc or something like that. I'm an okay guy. Um, now, you went to the trouble of, of doing some research and recommending us and the listeners some local Long Island bands. These are all, these are all Long Island bands you came up with? Um, not all of them, but I, there's uh, there's a top ten that like are just... Uh, Long you know. Island-centric, at least? Yeah, yeah, I like this. Okay. I, I, I like who, you who to are set, set the tone for future guests. I, um, yeah, the heavy hole. <laughs> Bring your top ten. Yeah, this guy knows his stuff. All right, man. so who Bring aren't? Top tens, who, the obviously, you know, who aren't um, major label doing like super super big shit, but just like caught my ear. Yeah, you know, kept with it and and decided to stay with it. Um, so, albums that have been released this year mm-hmm. from some Long Island bands, Sanction, baller of a fucking album. I don't know if you guys caught that. I haven't heard the Sanction mm-hmm. yet. I've heard the the. The previous section. Okay. And seeing them live a bunch. Shout out to Shellshock Studios where Chris Rini, my drummer, Aretha Tongues recorded right and helped record that record. What was the name of the album? Broken in Refraction, I think. Okay. Oh, I did. I saw. I saw this single. Yeah, I saw this video. Sanction. Yes. Fun fact about Sanction: guitar player, Huntington High School band, figure without form, Lumpy played in that band. Yep. This man has put the work in. He's put the time in. I listen to this now, man. He's miles away. Good on him. Good on him for fucking playing. Sanction's fucking doing work right now. They're at yes, this they is hardcore, are. pushing the crowd hard. They're fucking. You gotta have an answer for all this other amazing hardcore showing up around the country with like Vane and Knocked mm-hmm. and Code and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think this is up in there. What do you got next? Um, so another obviously band that came out with a sick record this year was Car Bomb. Yeah. Car Bomb came out with a fucking amazing. Shit's crazy. Yeah, shout out to Car Bomb on that new record, man. Yeah. What like range? You know. Always another uh, Long Island banger of a band, just yeah, killing phenomenal. Uh, not even describe technical, <laughs> progressive, weird, mm-hmm. out of left field, like, mutant band, Car Bomb. Yeah, I hear they put on a crazy show too. I've never actually seen them, but uh, some cool live videos I've seen. They, I remember these guys passing out yeah, yeah, yeah. CDs in like yeah. early two thousands. Crazy Donkey, the downtown shit like that. Man. I was playing this oh, today because yeah. I, I hadn't heard this new record. Yet. I was like, yeah, this artwork is fun. Like, it's different than what you're seeing out. Hangman came out with a new record. They're another Long Island hardcore band. Yeah, cool. Hangman. They came out with uh, a record on October 4th. Do you know the name I of it? I forget the name. But those guys are also killing it. They're doing nice European tours. They're really fucking laying some groundwork everywhere. And Tight band. We share space with them. Nothing like uh, getting out there and playing shows, man, for the young aspiring uh, bands. And they're man. young kids too, man. Like they've been, yeah. they've been doing it for a couple of years, man. I say, like the internet levels the playing field if you can't play live, but 
getting out there and playing the tours and the shows nowadays is, is, is still vital, man. Yeah, I mean, the internet will take you anywhere, but it won't give you the impression. Mm-hmm. You know, I, won't- I feel like it's almost the, come to the tipping point now where everything's on Bandcamp, everything's on YouTube and all that, all those digital platforms. So the bands that actually you can go see at like your local shows, the bands that will go out and tour, those are the ones that are set aside now. Yeah, you know? those are the ones you remember. Yeah. yeah. Just stuff you in your fucking locker. Take your lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like? It's it's hardcore, too. It's like hardcore's not dead. You know, that spirit, that yeah. sound, that vibe. Mm-hmm. It's it's still hardcore, you know? It's back, son. It's back from Jason Ren booking basement punk shows. Like, <laughs> also fun like, as fuck, though, man. Like, yeah, dude, that's what Kids I'm just go nuts for this shit. Like, a scene was was, was kind of killed and then, re- then made again from, like... Just organic shit. Just the younger generation, it man. Fun. They're bringing it back, you know? these kids, man. Yeah. Just that groove, man. This groove is I sick. Th- it'll go down in history. The relate, like the 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 relationship between what Jake Zimmerman did six, seven, eight years ago in booking shows and the way hardcore is right now with young kids on the island. Mm-hmm. Oh, if there, if it wasn't for him, man, there'd be no venues. There'd be no more venues like playing shows. Johnny Booth, first-hand accounts. Man, I've heard that name in a long time. Yeah, you know that band is uh, really, really tight. That f- they they just know they just know how to play music together. By the time this comes out, I think they're going on a tour with Moontooth. Yeah, Moontooth, Cryptodira, and Husbandry. They're doing a couple of select dates in New York, but uh, Husbandry main, is sick. Yeah, man. yeah. The main tour is, is Crypto, Johnny Booth, and Moontooth. Cryptodira too, man. Good for that. Yeah. We actually played their release, Johnny Booth's release, earlier this year. They asked us to play. It was awesome. Packed out. Those guys can, like, bring a crowd. They Busy got a band. Big, they got a yeah. big college, like, upstate college. I remember seeing this band's name out um, on, on flyers in, like, 09, 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Just that shit. Like, Broadway bar era, you know? Another band, though, with personnel changes and just, like, only bettered them, like, musically. Sound-wise, they just sound great. What's another one you can throw at us on the, on the uh, top ten Long Island boys? Well, in no particular order, let's give it up for the homies in Moontooth who just got that pure noise recognition, family join. Oh uh, yeah, big money, mm. big money, big big boys right there. Been doing a lot for a long time. Heavy hole alumnus. Crux. Yeah, we had a uh, we had quite the episode. We I had a bit too much to drink that episode, but those <laughs> those guys are cool as fuck. Like yeah. Nick and Ray are just down to earth. Uh, very articulate. Um, the ideas that go into Moontooth are 
so inspired and in original. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I say uh, Ray is the or Nick is the uh, the fucking guitar hero of the island right now. Totally, the man yeah, is the, so uh, unbelievable. Yeah, just for the listeners, we did a whole episode um, with Moontooth and, and talked about the whole history of the band and got into their new record and all that, so you could go check that out. Man. And Ray, no slouch at all. No. No slouch. No fucking slouch. Who else you got on this list? Uh, all right, so next band is um, New York Power Violence. Big fan here. You guys know who I'm talking about. The Mark Valentino, the Sam Shrek. <laughs> the Blame God Boys. Yes, Blame oh, yeah, God. Those fucking guys, and, and props to Chris. I give him shit all the time, but he's the current vocalist, my drummer. Mm-hmm. He's the current fucking front man for Blame God. Okay. Not on the record. Beautiful. Still still Jordan on the record, but like keeping it real, doing the tour with them in November. Right. Like holding it up for them. Good shit, man. I give him shit all the time, but like it's fuck you, Chris. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But like listen to that. Blame God, man. We no no uh strangers to the podcast. We've talked to them before and had Sam on a whole episode a while back you could check out, man. It's it's basically Swedish death metal funneled through like a Long Island hardcore uh lens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really, really cool shit, man. All right, so uh, next band, couple young guys. They're called God's Eyes. God's Eyes, li.bandcamp.com, I'm pretty sure. They just put out a new uh, EP, but also very good dudes. Actually, uh, the singer from Thought Crimes, Rick, is it's his younger brother, Nick, on vocals. Real Rick and Nick. Real Rick and Nick connection. Um, there are a couple of hardcore kids. <clears throat> Playing some sick ass music. Uh, another great fucking. That's it. Another great drummer in the band, Mikey East. Sick, sick fucking. I love crazy fucking drummers, man. They're all crazy. I love them. Oh. <laughs> if you'll play with me. Where are you playing with my friends? Bass tone. Fucking great. That's yeah. a real yeah, bass just, tone right there. Yeah, man. Breathing. Was this by any chance recorded at the same place? No, not at, not at our studio. Oh, no. okay. Because this has got very nice production, too. Is it full force? No, it's a Voodoo Studio. Oh, Voodoo. Yeah, V-U-D-U. Yeah. Poor Jeff.
Alright, so next band, if you're into uh, Long Island prog rock, more of myself to kill. Cool I, dudes. I don't know this. Yeah. No, yeah. they 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 put out a record. Uh, they've been they've been around for a minute. This is a cool uh, band. I, I appreciate the work that they put in because they're fucking. So I guess that's a reference to the "Between the Buried and Me" song, right? Well, I only know Alaska. I only my religion is BT Bam Alaska. Yeah. They just put out this record. I, I believe it's going to be a series. I mean, if you can tell by the artwork and the album title, Very they're, they're they're going for it. Episode one. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, what's going on in that album cover? I got notes, but that's okay. I, I, now I like that. Really makes me want to get the album just to figure out who that guy is and like why the why is the forest burning and yes, it's it's strangely specific. This kind yeah. of yeah, th- this artwork in here with the uh, what well, seems to be like a hospital patient and then these two cloaked figures behind him. Mm-hmm. Good work, kind of like an Operation Mind Crime vibe. Interesting. More of myself to kill. I just want to say thank you for progging it up with distortion while also possibly experiencing traffic of the northern state. Mm. Whilst. All right, Russ. Yes. What do we got next? Uh, the other two we already talked about, though. They're Thought Crimes and Wreath of Tongues. We have a record coming out. <laughs> <laughs> we have a record coming out December 13th, and I'm telling you right yes. now, like, we are... Um, I'm excited. Yes. I'm excited for it, so I'm going to just talk about it. So, yeah, plug plug yeah. away, yeah. man, because yeah. that's what we would naturally ask you yeah. to do, is plug no, away. I, the in Thought the, Crimes the, thing is yeah. cool. Shut up, Justin. In the words just, of my father... Uh, <laughs> Give it Say, away. Shut the fuck up. Give it away now. Yeah. I got <laughs> <laughs> to applaud you, though, for putting your your two bands, numbers two and one, on the top ten list. Yeah, I said no particular order, but... I know you did. I but know definitely... You did. I know you did. Just for these two, there's an order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just for these two, for sure. So, let's talk about uh, Thought Crimes, Wreath the Tongues. What do you want to put down for the people? Thought Crimes... Keep your ear to the ground because that's Billy Reimer. You already know it's going to be crazy. You know, you already know he's a fucking talented dude. And now you got four of the talented dudes, two of which are in this Wreath of Tongues band, joining Thought Crimes Forces. And we've got some exciting stuff coming out. Again, you know, it's hard to it's hard to predict tours, um, but shows will be coming. And when they are around, I just suggest that you get to them because they are fun and they are interactive. And I will come into the fucking pit and drag you in if you don't start some shit. So <laughs> you will get motivated. Um, both bands. That's just my job. Uh, Wreath of Tongues, like I said, December 13th, 2019, Friday the 13th. Uh, if you haven't got a bundle, get it now because we only literally have a few left. Uh, it's a limited edition shirt with the vinyl, 250 limited vinyl. Nothing we print gets printed again. Mm, love so it. get it. Yeah, love that. Why? Because <laughs> we are cheap <laughs> and we're a DIY band and it makes it all that much more special. You can cut that part out. Honestly. I agree with the whole... Um, I think we were talking about that, Will, on a, another podcast. How uh, Limited like, runs. Yeah, limited runs. Like yeah. you, you do that a lot with uh, oh, Buckshot yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and love it's kinda, it. It's kind of yeah. cool when you can do... You do more options. And, yeah, you know. yeah. Even with Buckshot, like we have a, um, we just do a basic black hoodie with the logo on the front, 
but we never do a run with the same color ink uh, on the logo. You know what I mean, man? And it's like now, like if we see someone with the green one, we know that they're they're OG mm-hmm. Bugshot fans. You right. know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's it's cool to have yeah drops, drops. As, as they say in the industry streetwear drops. So, uh, Russ, you shoes. recommended us a lot of band, a lot of Long Island bands on the come up. We really appreciate that. That's a big service to the podcast and to the listeners, Super man. I'm psyched yeah. on that. There was a few there, especially Johnny Booth. I got to check out and go back, man, because oh, there was yeah. a few I didn't hear about there. Um, really good bands all around. Shout out to them, uh, listeners. Please peep them out. All right, so I actually I actually have not only just the ten from Long Island, but like. I got some other shit that came out this year that's like super fire that I recommend that I can just like read off. You don't have to play everything, but yeah, I'm like, just, I already put top three. I mean, I love Full of Hell. They're not my top three, but like yeah, that fucking Weeping Cryer, Choir records yeah, is fucking them. awesome. Band, yep. um, we played a show with Fuming Mouth. Yeah, dude. Oh, they, yeah. That new record they came out yeah, with I is knew it was coming out. fucking awesome. I knew it was coming out of your mouth. Yes. Please. That's a great fucking Justin band. brought that in on another episode, yeah. Fuming Mouth Love is awesome. It. They're a Boston band. They're fucking great. Get them yeah. while they're hot. We're trying to get them to come to that 15th show at uh, AMH. Is so. it Kurt Ballou? Oh, that'd be great. That yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's with Deathwish for sure. Mm-hmm. Area. Um, so that, that's one of them. Nice Yo, number two band. Extreme fucking metal band from Portland that I only caught on Instagram and I will forever follow. They're called Vitriol. Vitriol, yeah. yeah. Vitriol, Holy shit balls, motherfucker. I'm sorry, yeah. pup, but that yeah, band, yo, that band is crazy. Yeah, they just signed a Century. Yeah, and they I'm did. Really, yes. really happy for them because the uh, wow, the playthrough videos are exactly the way he plays them live. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so much like th- that's a real artist. Woo. The, the, the the guitarist, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but holy shit, yeah, Kyle Vitriol. Rasmussen, I think his name is Kyle Fantastic. Rasmussen. Yeah, he's the brainchild. I think I think he is that I've never seen a band like extreme metal from America like that. Get it, brother? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And number one, um, which I love, punk, crazy, wild, D-beat, circle pit, fucking, let's get fucking, you know, amped up and just have a good time. Mm-hmm. Gulch from San Diego. Mm-hmm. They're either San Diego or San Jose. But Gulch, <clears throat> catch the new EP, just came out this year. Two-song EP. Reminds me of some old-school Megadeth P-Cells era with, like, some fucking hard-hitting, just ignorant, like I said before, with Hangman, stuff your fucking shift and fucking locker. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Gulch Gulch is awesome. So, yeah, Fuming Mouth, Vitriol, and Gulch are my top three of this year, along with Full of Hell Nails, Harm's Way. (laughs) (laughs) Drab Majesty. Tyler the Creator came out with some good shit. Um, Phil Anselmo's band and Minor. Very cool. I saw that at Psycho Las Vegas this year. That was really awesome. A lot of bands, Phil Anselmo. Yeah. Yeah. That and minor shit was cool though. Yeah. They were, he was like a cello. There was a cellist. There was like three guitars, keys, okay. drums. That was really fucking special to me. Um, Shock Narcotic. Shock Narcotic is fucking. That's fun. Great, that's dude. another fun band. That's a great fucking band. Cave In put out another great record yeah. in homage to uh, Caleb, which was fun. Um, and uh, Knock Loose had a great video, and Candy put out a, a record this year too. Yeah, Candy, Candy records good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, I don't know if I mentioned Creeping Death, but. Creepy. No, uh, yeah, I was planning on bringing also. on Creepy Death on a later, later episode, okay. but yeah, that's fucking good. So yeah, those are my picks. That's what I've been listening to this entire year since January, and it closes with Wreath of Tongues in December. So yeah, pick nice, that brother. shit the fuck up, please. Thank you, and appreciate your time and effort. Don't you 
There's so many clients. Shit, don't look at yeah, me. Yeah, no, there's but been we, a lot of albums put out what, in the past what, by bands. One quick old school thing you've been listening to or uh, inspired you. Yeah. Um, so, like, if I had a gun to my head I mean, and I couldn't get the friggin' answer out. You fricks are gonna pay for this one. You know what, dude? Let me let me bring it back for you, real on some real shit. Rock and roll, rhythm and blues. If you listen to the feel in this song, you can literally make like a new hardcore or metal song with that same feel. Like I was saying before, you listen to some words and you feel a rhythm with the words. You know what I mean? Muddy Waters, Rolling Stone, 1950. Three or seven. Yeah, it's about time. Listen to this fucking song. Shut up, everybody. I will have all you good looking women fishing after me. Showing up after me. Showing up after me. Oh, love. Few things and out here. If you want to take in all what was heavy for the times that these things were coming out, sure. this is very dark, super dark. Well, let's start, brother. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I I'm a little speechless, honestly, man. I don't want to crack a joke. I don't want to give my like um like uh, maybe naive, ignorant opinion. Uh, you know, blues and classic. Uh, uh, roots music like that, man. Something uh, I, I got to study up on and uh, tap into a little more, man. Very moving music, man. A lot of depth to that. Um, inspired me to say maybe, you know, maybe it's time to just close out the episode. Russ, we thank you so much for recommending all that new music that's coming out. Long Island-based bands, hardcore bands, progressive bands, uh, eccentric bands like Car Bomb that I can't even put in a box, man. You know, bringing a lot of cool stuff to our attention. Uh, we appreciate your story growing up on Long Island, getting into the music game and uh, everything you've uh, experienced and accumulated along the way. And obviously, we're going to be watching and we encourage our listeners to be watching and listening for that new Wreath of Tongues LP, Perdition, that's coming out December 13th. Penance. 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 Oh, oh, oh we can edit that. Yeah. For that, <laughs> for that new LP, Penance, coming out December the 13th. That I didn't just mess up, and they <laughs> and they can go catch you in Brooklyn the next day on the 14th, and in Long Island the 15th. That Long Island show will be announced. Yep. And um, for thought crimes, uh, you know that EP is out there. It's available. That's uh, what was it? The tap uh, night. Tap night, tap night. It was yep. right on the. I was about to say tap room, man. It was a whole different. So tap night, the EP by Thought Crimes. Uh, that's available out there, and also watch out for new material by Thought Crimes, man. So thanks a lot for stopping by the podcast. Russ. Thank you guys. Appreciate it Appreciate very it, much. Thank you. Thanks, awesome. Russ. And if if you want to stop by the podcast, we're out there on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, uh, we got heavyholepodcast at gmail.com if you want to send the old email, send a link over, whatever you got. Uh, and what if I wanted to call you up? Well, you do have the option to pick up your phone. Dial 631-837-3274. Just like I do. I've, I've known Tom a long time. He still doesn't give me his regular number. Wait, Tom, I, I was Tom, I was, uh, I was, was searching up uh, borscht recipes. Uh, can, you, oh. can you tell me that phone number again? Invite so me over. Save it in my phone. Sure, yeah, you're going to want to dial in. 
631-837-3274. Yes, save that number and savor that borst. Mm. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> All right, we got any more? Uh, we got we got the phone numbers. We got oh, the websites. We got the email. Uh, Russ is here. Russ is in a couple of bands. Thank you, Russ. Bing bong. That's really good. Heavy hole podcast. We're out. Kiss your loved ones before you go to sleep. All right, one. I'm going to kiss somebody's loved ones. Hey. Oh, well, he's a... Oh, well, he's a... Oh, well, he's a...